Ready? Ready. Welcome to the Chris and Katie podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. Thanks for listening. So I just went to uh, another event in the city called Brand Building and Social Media, and we thought that we would talk about it. And I've been saving this conversation all the way from the event to when I met Chris to when we ate pizza all the way back here and I'm saving all of it so that we can have a fresh conversation and uh, he can hear the information just as recently as everyone else. I'm very excited. Yes. Well, it was by your request as well. So. Yes, it was. Okay, so I went to the event and it was about, about brand building on social media and the only social media platform that they even talked about was Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, not, they not, never touched on anything else. Not Twitter? Not, not uh, Pinterest or anything? No, they were talking about brand building on social media. And the I should uh, level set and let you know that this was design-focused. So there was a panel of judges with a mediator and the panel... I'm sorry, just a panel of people. A panel of speakers with a moderator. And they were all in the fashion industry. So, um, and some of them used to be graphic designers turned fashion. So just know that they're coming from that point of view. And there was actually a a panel speaker who makes his living on social media and, um, promotions and all of that. Did he say what he did? Yeah, they have just promos and marketing. No, they do. Yeah. Fashion related posts and, um, I, they didn't spend a lot of time talking about each person individually. It was more about the platform and what they use. So yeah. I can't couldn't go into detail on who they were. Okay. But anyway, um, he said that if it wasn't for Instagram, he would not be where he is professionally or socially. Wow. And that really spoke great multitudes because it really goes to show that you do have these platforms available to you. And if, especially for a business, it's really crucial to be a part of them and have a handle on Instagram and uh, especially Instagram. And they were and so I was thinking like, why are they just talking about Instagram? What is, what is so different about Instagram than, you know, Twitter or using Facebook? And they said that Instagram has good limitations. And what they meant by that is that on Facebook, there are so many distractions. It's not super narrow. There's ads here, videos here, you know, posts of who knows what, you know, people, people are posting who you're following. Then you still get a mix of people you don't really interact with um, versus like, it's just a really odd mix of like family coworkers plus ads, just a lot going on. Yeah. But Instagram's nice because it's really focused and narrowed. And you have a sense of control over the content that's coming to you. And it's basically, you know, whoever you follow, you're going to see that content on the, on the um, web page and it's taking up the majority of the screen rather than being distracted by a million other things. And something that I thought was really funny was, um, I actually had a quote somewhere in my notes about it. It's, yeah. Oh, you found it? No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say um, that, and also that the algorithms from a web development point of view, they're amazing. Yeah. Like if you follow someone who works out and you, or you just look at their page once 
and then when you do us um uh you know you swipe right and you can look at posts that are yeah just it, random people it's you, actually you're gonna on, see so much from that that's on the search if you go to search something that's on okay yeah yeah search uh but yeah someone said um people can choose what they see and the reason why they like instagram is they said that you know i on facebook i can't get away from people posting about their kids and so it's like a just a news feed and like granted this audience was in their 30s um so they have a lot of friends who have kids and so they said that they would rather see sponsored ads on instagram than someone's post about their child oh wow um and so it just listening to that feedback it made me think wow so people are that in tune with what they curate for them like they follow you because they're friends with you but they don't necessarily want to see your stuff um and it really goes to show that they'd rather see content from an ad that's trying to get your attention rather than um someone you actually know i think people are used to the luxury of having content curated for them specifically so they find more value in an ad that has you know a good amount of data on you and is trying to sell something that you could be interested in and that is more appealing to people than seeing a friend posting about their kid because it doesn't directly relate to them it's like they want to be catered to they want nothing but stuff that i like and that pertains to me yeah and so um i've talked to you about this before about about ads i I feel like people now are better than ever at seeing ads and seeing through them whereas tv it's like part of the experience like you don't realize oh this is an ad this is so boring but on like social media you're like okay i know what they're doing they're throwing ads into this content and it's so obvious even if you're like a con uh, you follow someone who is just a normal person there if they talk about anything product product related they have to say this is not an ad by the way or else people will just assume that but on tv it's like 30 second ads and you're just like oh wow this this is hilarious like you just like caught in the the thick of it and you don't really think of it as an ad you think of it as like part of the show oh like entertainment yeah as you wait oh i would think the opposite oh really yeah, I would think that I get so sick and tired of TV ads. I feel like we just mute them and don't even listen to them. When I do that, you're like, don't mute it. <laughs> because I don't want to miss the beginning of the show when it comes back. Oh, I guess that's very unrelated, though, to the point. Yeah, which it's, is, it's super off topic. but Yeah, I mean, the point is, on instagram it's not really that big of a turn off if people are promoting an item because you're following you're choosing to follow them and so if they're promoting an item then you trust their opinion and you want to see what they're recommending yeah maybe it's just me but yeah that's a good point that that is a good point if you follow them you like them and you're like you want to know what yeah but like on television people have time slots and we don't own a car but yet how many different chevy and ford ads come on the tv it's like this is completely ridiculous and oh, yeah. so unrelated to to me at all like it's clearly not in any way curated toward me mm-hmm. we've seen you know a ton of prescription medication uh commercials especially it's 
this goes back to the the Facebook Zuckerberg um, data breach thing. Sorry to touch on this, but he he said that uh, data shows that people are more interested in ads if if it's something that pertains to them to their life, and they're more effective. The ads are. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they see them. Well, of course, they'd be more interested in them, but. Yeah, they're much more effective, and people would rather see that mm-hmm. than completely unrelated ads because even though there's this knowledge of, oh, wow, they must know something about me, people can get over that creepy um, like mindset, and they kind of ignore it and are more appreciative rather than creeped out mm-hmm. on a level of, right? yeah, which is really interesting. Another thing they talked about was, I mean, some people, so this was all about their brand and promoting it, but they've said that, you know, through creating a brand, like some people, part of their brand is their name. So it's as if we were to have an Instagram and it was, you know, Chris and Katie, like we, I have my Instagram actually on our website and if you scroll back far enough you're going to see posts that are not really curated they're of my family they're of you know a spaghetti meal i had and they that was the same case with them like they have these fashion labels that are up and coming and if you scroll down far enough you're going to see them drunken nights at the bar Hmm. and they said that you know they never felt the need to delete it they're just building on top of it and uh, they were they were saying that you know there has to be a fine balance between what is authentic versus what is professional and then also not taking Instagram too seriously and still have it be fun but they do make content specifically for Instagram exclusively oh. like it's not always uh, photo shoots or images from photo shoots that have been in magazines and then they put those on Instagram. They've actually had photo shoots specifically for just Instagram. Oh, wow. And so that just shows the level of engagement there. And they said that, you know, a lot of times likes doesn't necessarily reflect the sales that come through it, but they they more so use Instagram as a way to connect with um, their audience and use it as like ad leverage but you know if some if something gets 2,000 likes you're not even getting 200 you know sale items out of that yeah it's not at all equal or a fraction of that you might get a couple out of 2,000 likes but it's more about just being present because that's another thing they talked about is you know that's a default app that people open all the time is Instagram and if people are just mindlessly scrolling through it, you want to have a presence. Yeah, that is true. People, I, I do it. Instagram is great. You know an app is good when you have a notification on your phone, you click on the app, and then time goes by, you leave the app, but you never clicked on your notification. I do it all the time mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah, they e- easily and, pull your attention. Yes, and that's how you know a platform is good when that happens yeah well well, you know it's good from their standpoint of a business yeah well that's what i'm thinking Mm -hmm. i'm like man they are doing their job right yeah so something that i thought was interesting so they use this app called pigeonhole which is it's actually not an app i'm sorry it's pigeonhole.at 
And it's basically an anonymous question uh, asking um, program or website. So you just type in the event code and then you can ask whatever questions you want. You can see other people's questions and then vote so that um, they get asked. And so I noticed that someone's question was, what do you think, they never answered it by the way, but what do you think of employers who ask for your social media handles? What do you think they're looking for? And how should a student be showing themselves on social media? And it was a really interesting question because one, I had no idea that that was a thing unless in design, I guess, if people had like a Flickr, it, when I when I graduated, I mean, Flickr was big or um, Tumblr, of course, LinkedIn, but never would I think that they were ever referring to Instagram. And I don't know, do you have any thoughts about that? Well, I that used to be a thing um, when we were just graduating high school, college, delete all your drunken pictures on Facebook or Instagram because your employer will look at that before they hire you. That used to be a huge thing. And so maybe if they're looking at that, like, oh, what type of person is is this? Yeah, but they have privacy. You have privacy and settings. And yeah, not but, all accounts are public. Right, but not everyone changes those. That was Katie's phone this time. Put that eye roll away, girl. Um... Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. But something something slightly related was that, so the, since this is a fashion-related panel, um, they said that they do model castings via Instagram. So I don't they didn't elaborate on it, but I'm wondering if that means they just look at and choose and hire models based on their Instagram. Huh. So I think that if, if Instagram relates to your profession in any way, you definitely want to curate it oh yeah definitely or try to gain a following i i think uh especially my job because we're in like the, the marketing department um there's this kid who's in, into instagram and he's in video and his opinion is really there's, it, there's a lot of weight to it because he's more interested in instagram but really it's like how many followers does he have a thousand like what is that that doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. it's like oh cool i own it's like it, the the weight for a thousand isn't that great, mm -hmm. but just because he has the most, there's more weight to his opinion. Yeah. So they also said that the timing of posting matters, which you've talked to me about that too. Oh yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, so because, the time of day. I mean, yeah. If you just ask probably ten people you know or five people, hey, when do you look look at Instagram, you can figure it out. Yeah, so that was a big one. And then, oh, they also said something interesting. So they said that an absurd caption related to an average picture actually does get attention. Like, they said, <laughs> for instance, what was the example they used? It was something like, oh, yeah, they said someone just doing a basic selfie with, like, a flagpole in the background is the picture. And then the caption is, just trying to be me and no one can judge me except for God. <laughs> and people just go crazy over stuff like that. Yeah. And they're just like, what? It's like just a super average picture. Or like there'll be a picture of a, a random hat with some crazy 
you know, politically incorrect caption and people will just lose their minds. You can look at Instagram like, like, I want to get as many followers as possible. I want to be as hacky as possible. Mm -hmm. I mean, just look at the fat Jewish. He has millions of followers because he just copies other people. Like, you could do that. You could just find funny stuff, repost it. Uh, you could edit a photo, put some red circles around it, and I'm sure you would get likes. Like, it could just be, uh, you know, it's like a blog post that spammy. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you will never believe what this girl did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gotta look. Clickbait. Clickbait, yeah, thank you. And you could do that with Instagram, but, or you could use it as a platform uh, for your creativity, and you could use that for an employer. It's like, I use this not for other people, but for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what other people think. This is cool to me, and I use it as a way to get better at photography or mm-hmm. to, like, look at the world um, in this scope. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, they, they touched on that a little bit. They had they said that exactly that. You can kind of repost a bunch of really cool stuff out that's out there and just show that you have good taste or, like, what your, what your design aesthetic is. But there's something much more fulfilling, especially if you're promoting a brand. Because remember, this is about like a business and social media. Yeah. Uh, it's so much more fulfilling, you know, honing your craft and experimenting and posting that and having it be your own. Because once it gains traction and it and people, you know, like it or or comment on it, it just means that much more. And um, yeah, you just have to think about who your audience is and what they want because another part of it was finding that balance between being authentic and being fake because they brought up, you know, what do you think about people who um, kind of just show the best versions of themselves on Instagram? That's all they show. Mm. And one of the panelists said, do people really do that still? Like... It's like, yes, people do that still. That's what majority most, of people do. Most people do that. Yeah, and and he was saying that, you know, being authentic is what's unique, I guess. And people crave authenticity. They do. And so if you want to be a, a brand or a business, you should do that. Like, um, so for example, if you're a photographer and you take a picture for, you know, a couple a couple that um, is getting engaged or something, you know, show the finished picture, but then also bring another photographer on board that's catching you, catching them in action. Oh, that's smart. And it's like showing the reverse and showing the environment. Um, so that way it's bringing some authenticity to the process and what you do. That's pretty good. It shows shows a real side of it. And it, um, you, they, you can use it as a tool, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, that's what it should be used as, not to like, gain. The whole this whole thing about trying to gain followers is is weird to me because what do you do when you have followers? I know. It's you have to be real, and then you'll get followers. It's not the other way around. It's not like oh, once I have a this many, then I'll just start making real content and be myself. No, like no, that's not how it works. Right. They follow you because you're real, mm-hmm. and because of whatever you're offering. Yeah, unless people are wanting followers so they can start promoting brands in order to get money. Yeah. Which, whatever. But you have to, it has to go back to, too, why do you have this? Why do you have 
an Instagram. It's to relate to your audience. What do they want to see? And, um, you know, that he'd care less if it's your best selfie. Yeah. I mean, it- yeah, it's all about the, the per- yeah, no one cares about that. It's about what uh, people want to see or mm-hmm. what they want. You could use it as an, uh, you could target just a mass audience. You could target uh, employers. Like, oh, I'm going to apply to a bunch of jobs. I know they're going to want to see this in the next six to 12 months. I'm going to try and give them that. Mm-hmm. So when they look at my Instagram, I'll make sure to tell them to look at it. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah, this is good stuff. Or you'll make it available on your website or business card. Yeah. Another uh, interesting part of the discussion was if they use live stories or just stories on Instagram. And they said, so someone said they use that for things that they don't want to live forever on their Instagram. And it, so he'll he'll say, like this, this one person said that they, if they go out with a bunch of friends um, and this is, you know, granted their own business uh, and they want to show, you know, a more authentic side of themselves, then they'll post their night out on like live or on their story but they would never take a picture of them at a bar and post it because their posting is for you know carefully curated pictures that they take and that are crafted and hone their skills and their creativity and their style so it's it's striking that balance yeah and then the the live or the um what do you call the story it shows the real side of like who they are Mm -hmm. or more authentic side Mm mm-hmm makes sense yeah but I, I think that the key takeaways you know, be authentic um, and professional but also don't look at Instagram as a job especially even this is you know talking about using it as a business this isn't talking about using it for your personal life but even for a business they're like you know Instagram isn't the end-all be-all it's supporting you know the bigger picture and you know it it's not priority one Mm-hmm. It's just there to compliment and be a presence where a lot of people are present on a day-to-day basis. Right. So don't don't take it too seriously, but always keep the audience in mind. That's good. I think you did a great job of explaining it. Oh, good. Oh, thanks. Thank you. <laughs>